Thank you for listening to Drinking with Authors. This podcast contains adult themes, adult language, adult subjects, including alcohol, sex, and solipsistic existential nihilism. Now we ask if you are drinking along with us to please drink and listen responsibly. Rubbing on the camel until the world's modeling is like completely obscured. I'm sorry, what? Oh gosh. <laughs> no, actually, that was really funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to Literary Briefs. Uh-oh. So brief. So brief. Literary so, G strings. No. What? <laughs> oh, is that not what you meant? Literary no. boxer briefs? No, okay. yeah, literary boxer briefs. <laughs> literary here. boxer briefs. I think we should start using that from now on. I we, like that. Yeah. Okay, we'll just work it into the logo tagline. <laughs> Literary thongs. Okay, so um, I am your regrettable host today, Erica Lance. Regrettable, and, really? Oh, uh, and with me painfully right now is Austin Scott Collins. And where are we, Austin? We are at Waypoint Six Tavern and Geekery in Largo, Florida. Yes, and um, I'm having so they have theme drink months. So whenever you guys decide to pop in, so this month's theme is The Witcher. If you haven't seen it, again Henry Henry Cavill takes a shirt off. I'm gonna just keep mentioning that every time I can. And um, so their drinks. I think you're by, obsessed. Oh God, who's not obsessed with that? <laughs> I don't know why they're never actually like. Why do they even have a shirt on in the store? I know. Seriously, is it just so he can take it off? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Hello. Apparently. Okay. Right. So the drinks are themed after toss a coin, you know, to your Witcher, and I'm drinking the Yennefer of Vendorberg. <laughs> Austin, what are you drinking? Because. I am, I am drinking a pretty floral bonnet, which is a drink that I actually invented. And I just want to say that if you come to this place, they have something for everyone. They've got the anime. They've got Star Wars. They've got Star Trek. They they've, have got, got, every, they've got Hogwarts. Every nerddom you can think yes, of is here. I mean, literally. But do they have more Star Wars or more Star Trek? You know, I both. think it's pretty, they it's pretty both even. Equal, if you look, yeah. Yeah. If you look yeah. around and, you like, I think if you did, like, a, um, for example, right there, there's a United Federation of Planets flag hanging. Right nice. next to the Rebel Alliance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. And then directly behind you, I think, the, isn't that, like, Lothlorien? That's, so, uh, yeah, there's, yeah. like, Lord of the Rings. There's, Lord there's of like, the Rings. yeah, we've got... Um, there's Zelda. Yoda with a lightsaber. We've got apparently like some satanic temple stuff. I don't. I don't know. It's like if if you're any kind That's of nerd from supernatural. or geek. That's supernatural. No. That's a demon word from supernatural. And is the no, furry, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty the furry sure thing the thing that Luke Skywalker kills. <laughs> this is a wampa on the wall. Yeah, th- there is yeah. a wampa directly behind Erica mm. right now. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. So. And you know, does he actually kill her? Or does he just cut his arm off? Oh, that's right. I think he just cuts his arm off, then leaves. And it's like, okay, well, and you know, it's up to you to fend And in the original version, yeah. you didn't see the arm, did you? No, no, I don't you think, didn't. You, I don't think you saw it. the wampa at all. I think you just saw, like, some no, fur. You saw right? the wampa. I, th- I think you just saw, like, some it fur moving. I don't think you saw fur. the actual, yeah. Some I, blur. Yeah. A abominable snowman on Hoth. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so we should probably have our guests introduce themselves. Yeah, we should probably actually talk about some writing here, shouldn't we? Uh, My like, name is Kip Kelsch, and I am the author of Wendell's Lullaby and the follow-up, Delph is Rising. And, Ooh, look so at and I live in Dunedin, books. Florida. Okay, stop telling people where you live. They can stalk you. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, give, give them websites instead. Websites? Yeah, like, you know, for example, your uh, Facebook author page. To, Facebook, yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes, back to that. <laughs> or my Amazon author page. Well, you can definitely do that. You have yeah. an Amazon author page, I do page, have an right? Amazon author page, okay. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. So just go to Amazon and then search KIP, K-I-P, and then... K-O-E-L-S-C-H. Correct. Okay, this is supposed to be rapid-fire questions. Rapid-fire questions, go. What is your favorite book? Uh, Walden. 
Walden? Yeah. Like he's in Walden books? No. Oh. <laughs> Thoreau. <laughs> in, yeah, oh. Henry David Thoreau, Erica. <laughs> Henry David Thoreau. Have you, have you been there? Oh, no. I have not been there. Have no. you been there? I actually, I actually went there for the first time a couple of years ago, and there is a reconstruction of his original cabin that you can visit, and you can walk around Walden Pond and, like, you know, have the whole experience. And, uh, you know, the original cabin is long gone. Right. But uh, they've reconstructed it to perfect scale based on everything they know about it. And so you can go inside and you can, like, you know, have this experience. And, like, so um, what what speaks to you about that? I don't know. It was the first thing that came to my mind with the rapid-fire question. <laughs> <laughs> Why anybody pays attention to that anyway? That how, will... how about my favorite fiction book? Yeah. yeah. Cry- Cryptonomicon. Oh, interesting. Oh. Why is that? Uh, incredibly complex story that uh, challenged me as a reader and uh, just fantastic writing. Okay, then what is your least favorite book? Yeah, no, we, we do this on that every I've actu- show. That I've actually read? Yeah, or you don't have to have finished it, but... <laughs> yeah, something you started reading and then just, like, had to put it it's down. It's not too much like, that I start and don't finish. <laughs> I mean, I'll give books 50 pages, usually... Uh, that, that's not a lot of pages. No, I know it's not. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, I like that. There's not a lot that I don't put down, but I'll give you a whole <laughs> whopping 50 pages. Right. So if you're an Archie comic, I've got you, boo. That's right. Okay. <laughs> so what books don't you like? What books or, don't Or I haven't like? you liked? We're, we're not having technical difficulties. Yeah, no, it's He's me just, just thinking. thinking. Jim loves <laughs> everything. I don't love everything. What don't I like, though? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I try and read things that I think I'll like, and I'm usually pretty good at picking Oh, oh well, things excuse that I enjoy. me. That we, I, I never I mean, have a fail most, on that. I'm such a I great think, reader. I, I think... <laughs> I think I've done worse with nonfiction than I've done with fiction. So I'm very good I, at I mean, selecting There's definitely books. fiction books that I've put down because it was just, you know, if I can't read a paragraph and not fall asleep, then... So you did well with the Plains of Passage. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my favorite okay. book that describes okay, trees. So as a writer, yes. what is something you feel like you do really well? You're really comfortable with it. It's It's strong for you. You mean like plotting or... No, not <laughs> anything that you what, do really well. What is well. it that you feel like you do really well as a writer? Um, I think I can... I think I write complex stories well. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Yeah. 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 What, do you, what do you think you don't do so well as a writer? Plotting. <laughs> Ahead of time. Uh, do you and, have any... And website... Now, do you feel Creation. like that wor- Do not get me started <laughs> yeah, on the shameless right. self-promotion again. Forget the marketing aspect. No, from the uh, no. Do you feel like you can make up for that later in the process? Like, because so, a lot of writers are very big on the idea of don't plot in advance, right? So right. You come up with an idea. You have something that's powerful, something that's compelling. Do you feel like you can come in on the backside of that project and impose a plot upon it that works? I think I always have an idea of the overall plot and where I'm going. I don't necessarily write it all down or get as detailed as, as somebody who's a real true plotter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I what I will that overarching plot will rarely ever change over the course of the actual mm-hmm. writing. Although it does sometimes have minor changes. Yeah, you know there'll be organic plot twists that just come up as the characters develop. Yeah. As and, the, and does that surprise you when that happens? I mean, are you as surprised as anyone else? Sometimes, but it's a great surprise. <laughs> Do <Yeah>. you? <laughs> Is there That's any, one like, of the wonderful parts about writing, I think. Mm-hmm. It's discovery of yeah. the story along the way sometimes. Yeah. Do you um, have any, like, words or anything like that that you use over and over again that you find yourself, like, 
you know, I think every writer has some stuff they have to be cautionary about when they're actually writing. Uh, what do they call the double dash? M dash? M dash. Yeah. I use the M dash a lot. Do you? Yeah. Oh. I love the M dash. I'm a big fan I of the M dash. I love the M dash. Yeah. It's, it's a great punctuation mark. It, it can serve so many purposes depending on the context, right? Right, right. right. I think um, Austin is becoming like your sidekick here. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, M dash is a great piece of punctuation. You okay, know, I mean, you can okay. use it in place of a semicolon. You can use it in place of a comma. You can use it in place of a colon. And every time you use it, it has a slightly different, you know, connotative value. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big but fan. But as far as words, um, you know, I uh, like action tags, I have my characters nodding a lot. Do mm. they nod? Yeah, they mm. nod and smile quite a bit. Do they shrug? Do they shrug? Yeah. <laughs> They're <laughs> sighing, <laughs> sighing and nodding. My, my wife, my wife, who is the first reader of uh, everything now, is uh, uh, she says, "Oh yeah, it's, I can tell when she's her face just kind of droops and her eyes <laughs> get small." And she's like, "I'm like, oh, did somebody not nod or yeah. sigh or nodding, sighing, and shrugging? Those yeah. like you know, people do that more in fiction than they do in real life. Right. Well, know? I don't know. I, I mean, I." Do you shrug a lot? I feel like I sigh a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I just get sigh exas- and nod. I mean, we're all we're all we're nodding and yeah, shaking e- our heads, and <laughs> I get exasperated with life so much. <laughs> I just have to sigh at it all. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, you, so those got- those things are things I'm I'm a little bit more yeah aware of trying to be a little more creative with. Yeah, well. Yeah, people don't do that many things. No, well, no, it's it's <laughs> true. Know, it's yeah. true, As and you can only you say it so many ways to where you're physical things. You know, you're you're <laughs> starting to pull out the thesaurus, and then it just sounds stupid. Right. Yeah. Exactly. There is definitely such a thing as synonym overload. Right. Where you're just obviously looking for an alternative word. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's better to just you know say said. He said. Right. You know. Right. And I, I'm I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so you got these two books. You've got Wendell's Lullaby, and then you've got the sequel, Delphus Rising. And I wonder now that you've got the two books, one after the other, when you went to write the second book, did you go back and reread the first one as sort of a preparatory exercise? Because here are a lot of authors talking about this. You know, I went to write the second book or the third book, and I went back and rewrote or reread what I previously wrote, right? And, um, and what was your reaction to that? It was pretty fresh in my mind because I had pretty much blitzed read as I finished Wendell's Lullaby. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of editing self-editing unfortunately at the very beginning of the he has learned his lesson i've learned my lesson (laughs) (laughs) i have learned my lesson he'll never do it again and the publisher ever do that again (laughs) right right self-editing is good to a point but no i think it's important to self-edit people who don't go back and edit but i think the problem is with any when you're writing and I, i don't think it has anything to do with how good or bad of a writer you are, it has to do with you know what's coming. You know what the story right. is saying. Right, right, right. So you know the intention. Your bra- yeah. And your brain anticipates and, and doesn't necessarily see things that it should be seeing. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I and it it's nothing against, like, I, uh, one of our, our good friends has a Ph.D. in English literature. Actually, a couple of them do. And they're amazing. And they do editing on the side, but somebody still needs to edit their books. Oh, absolutely. Uh, one of my friends, everybody shrugs. All the time, so much shrugging Constant in shrugging, book. yeah. They, they have incredible deltoid muscles from all the shrugging. They do, yeah. and apparently like some weird genetic twitch of every character in her world. So I, It no, might I be think, that. Yeah. Yeah, So, but, but how does it feel, though, as you start to write the next book in the series, to go back and look at the previous book? Uh, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. I mean, I, I, you know, there's definitely improvement in my writing over time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I hope that works that way for everybody. I think it does for the most part, but maybe not. Um, I really hope it does because yeah. I hope you don't get suckier yeah, as you right, go. Right, Anything exactly. you do a lot, you tend to probably get at least a little a bit little better. Bit, a little bit better, yeah. That, that is like the blessing and curse of all writers is that as you continue to write, you get better, which means when you look back at your previous work, oh, of sure. course it's not as good. It's not as right? good, right. You know, it's yeah. not what I would have done I, I still enjoy the story quite a bit. You know, I know the writing could be better in places. The, the, the story could be a little tighter in places mm-hmm. for sure. But uh, overall, you know, I'm happy with how it turned out. What are your favorite kinds of things to read? Because um, they always say that as an author, you should always be reading. Like, yes. Like that's I'm, a I'm always thing. I'm always reading. Um, sometimes two books, usually just one. I'm not one of those super multi-book kind of people. You know, if I'm reading two books, one will typically be fiction and one will be nonfiction. That makes sense. Um, nonfiction, I'll read Mostly history, some science, no math. Um, <laughs> As we've discovered, nobody at this table has any interest in doing yeah, math. I completely agree with that. I love reading nonfiction, and often I find that nonfiction reading really informs and inspires and enhances my well, fiction I, writing. Yeah, and sometimes sometimes it's nonfiction I'm reading for research for what I'm writing about or uh, whether it's the, the larger work or a short story or something. Uh, and other times it's just because I'm interested in everything. Right. Do, you, do you read thrillers? These I read thrillers. thrillers. Yeah, I read thrillers. Who's your favorite author? Um, I mean, I still like Tom Clancy's stuff a lot. Um, just because of I, I, I haven't read much contemporary. I'm actually reading more science fiction over the last four or five years. I've always read science fiction, but I'm reading more of it again. Yeah. Um, and enjoying it a lot more. Is that what you started with? As a kid? Yeah, exactly. Like when you first started reading novels, I mean, did you start with science fiction or was it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, other than required stuff in school, <laughs> oh, well, which, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I go back now and reread it. They don't do re- a great it job, do they? appreciate well, it more. given the really fun stuff. And right. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember. <laughs> you got to read like Ethan Frome. It's like, oh God, is this what reading is like? I feel yeah. like no, someone daughter- ripped my soul out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My daughter was allowed to read Twilight they were allowed to pick whatever novels they wanted to. They yep. just had to read them, do a book report. That's fair, right? And I mean, reading is reading. Sure. No, I yeah. think reading is reading. I think some of the books that were on required reading lists had a, a, a point in almost a sort of life lesson that was pretty cool about them. But I can understand when you're told to do something versus the desire <laughs> right. to do something. Right. You're not the boss of me. Yeah. I mean, I was lucky. In, in ninth grade, I got to read um, some of the dystopian novels, so... Um, 1984, Brave I New love World. 1984, Brave New World. Yeah. This perfect yeah. day. Aldous Huxley, man. I tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone traveled around in gyrodynes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I. Super cool. It's interesting even to look back on some of that stuff, and how some of it kind of came to fruition. Like, isn't it? This is the year that Blade Runner is no longer in the the history, isn't? That's right. 2020. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Blade Runner is behind us now. Now. That's, that's yeah. interesting. Right. Yeah. Do you remember the first novel you ever read? Like fiction novel? Or is that too far back in the mists of time? We've gone yeah, into I don't, Kip's I don't know. I, and that's why I kind of went to the Brave New World 1984 because I was trying to think back to a real fiction novel where. You know, one of the first fiction novels I ever read was The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, I also read. And um, I, remember reading, I remember reading those. I just can't put it in a time yeah. frame. <laughs> I, that was one of the early books, Stuart Little. 
Stuart Little, yes. <laughs> really well. I remember Stuart reading Little. Stuart Little. Yeah. It was a novel, though. Sure. It was actually a fairly thick yep. book. Um, you know, Swan the, Song. The, the Mouse and the Motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. I remember reading that. Those, Speaking of mouse books. Yeah. Nancy <laughs> Drew. I read a lot of Nancy yep. Drew. Hardy Boys, Hardy Nancy Boys. Drew. Yeah. You know, there was uh, Sweet Valley. See, it's all Hike. coming back to me now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm taking Kip down memory lane. <laughs> was there a moment when you realized um, that this is actually a book that you can finish and put out there, that this is something that is really happening? This project is actually occurring. As Would, opposed to just, you know, because lots of people have an idea, right? I should oh, write a sure. book someday. Yeah. At some point, you cross the line. It's like, you know, this is really happening. I'm really doing this. You Like with the first book or? Yeah, with your first book. You know, you're, you're working on this project. You have this great idea, this really right. interesting concept. You've got all this background working with dolphins in the real world. So you've got all this, you know. Th- yeah, this. I mean, there was a point where I got, I think, I think early on, even with like 70 pages written, I had a few people read parts of it. And they're like, well, oh, this sounds like it could be a real book mm-hmm. <laughs> thank <laughs> you, know? you thank you yeah. for um, yeah, thanks for but you know at that point at that point that can be it can make a break some powerful you, yeah. validation you know if somebody sure handed it back to me and said well, this sucks and <laughs> it's like you know are you doing my this? child writes in crayon <laughs> better stories than this <laughs> um, you sound like my inner dialogue yeah. you know <laughs> it's like what is this crap? <laughs> right. I mean, we all have that dialogue from time to time. It's part of being a writer. You know, you're up, you're down, you're up, you're down. Mm-hmm. It's, it's true. But you have to remember you have a voice that n- there. you have fans out there. Yeah. You have to find the fans sometimes, but right. you have fans out there. And just because you talk to one person, you know, they um, doesn't mean that that is the actual voice. That's the, I mean, for all the books we talked about that go out, 6875 a day, <laughs> um, <laughs> There are, you know, four, five, ten times as many readers, if we're doing math in that equation, but you have that many readers. Yes, and you have disclaimer, to, none of these numbers are actually accurate, so I just want to put that out there for legal purposes. You don't know that. I might be, I might, that might Erica be a Erica is making stuff up right now. <laughs> Maybe a superhero ability that I have. But my point is, is that it's a, I, I do want to stress for any authors that are listening out there, be very careful of who you listen to and what they're saying as a voice, because... If they go, well, I don't like this story, do they not like the story because they're not actually a fan of that kind of fiction? Like, they don't get what you're saying? Because Mm -hmm. I can say there's a lot of books out there that I personally don't necessarily enjoy. You're you're not the right author for this reader. Yeah. And And I've had reviews where people will say, well, this, you know, I'll give you three stars because this is just not the kind of book I enjoy reading. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, like, thanks. You you chose poorly. Thanks for rating it, yeah. No, Thanks for not giving really, me like, one star. Yeah, have you, have you had some helpful and inspiring feedback? Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah, and 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 uh, you know, both both with the first book when I first put it out there in sort of its more raw format, and uh, you got some some feedback then. Oh didn't yeah, you? oh yeah, I definitely <laughs> did. I definitely did. Um, and then the, the second book, it was you know, I went through the whole process of having beta readers and uh, and and editor. Um, look it over. And, and you redid the first book, right? You, so you yeah. released it once, and then you made some changes and released it again. So what was that process like? Uh, painful. <laughs> <laughs> what, painful well, when you realize what you put out there to begin with. And, yeah, well, and what inspired that? I mean, what was the moment you realized, you know, I, I need to redo this. I need to go and my wife read it. <laughs> <laughs> with a pen in her hand. <laughs> After it was already out. Yeah. And a bunch of sticky notes. The whole thing was yellow. She just handed it back, and right. she was like, try again. Yeah, yeah so I was like... Uh, Cover design was different, right? Cover design was a little bit different, yeah. Did yeah. you do the cover yourself? I did the cover myself, yeah. 
on this one too? Or on, uh, um, on Delphus Rising, I had the idea and had the layout. Um, I have the software. I have good Adobe software where I could actually do it if I wanted to, spend the time learning Adobe again after 20 years of not using their products. I did my Wendell's well, there Old Well, goes bike. Adobe as a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're done. <laughs> no, back I, to Kraken Rum. Back to Kraken Rum. <laughs> I do. I do. I, I Hashtag Kraken. <laughs> I, I do use a Dreamweaver for my other website, so when I get to my author website, I will be using Adobe Dreamweaver. <laughs> you know, and this is why Kip's not welcome back. <laughs> but I did the, the first cover I actually did in Microsoft Publisher. Okay, that silence was just... Sure. But then you uh, Because then I've worked you, you with publisher back. for years doing yeah. newsletters and things for, you know, uh, marketing materials. Yeah. No, and I mean, it's here's the thing. And I could layer it the way I wanted yeah. to, but the second one, I just couldn't get the look I wanted in no, it's the tr- limited. You're uh, probably really well qualified right now to write an article on, you know, what to do and not to do. Oh, sure. You know, <laughs> <laughs> as a first time author with respect to, you know, all of these things. Yeah, and that, I mean, part know, of that, that learning process has been great. I mean, I enjoy learning and I enjoy improving. And that was, uh, you know, a wonderful part of making a slightly worse book the first time <laughs> out. It is not. No, every M- making a better book the second time. Right, right. Starting Turning, with a really good book yeah, and then making it into better. a be- much better book. Correct. But the next <laughs> book coming out is not the sequel in the series. The next book coming out is a sci-fi book. Correct. Right. So you're jumping genres. Slightly, yes. Oh, slightly. It's still got some thriller aspects to it, but it's, it's definitely thriller. more more sci. <laughs> <laughs> it's more sci-fi though. Yes, definitely, definitely sci-fi. Space opera. What do you find um, that you enjoy writing more? Have you found, or do you just enjoy writing? I enjoy. It's funny, you know. I belong to a writers group, and I, I love the group that I critique group that I write with. But a lot of the fiction that people are writing is very—I would call it almost memoir fiction. Mm, yes. And some no, of it, no, some of it's on. some what, of it's very good. What, what do you mean by that? Like very self-absorbed? They're fi- no, they're fiction. fiction <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> we say memoir. We're I immediately it think memoir, it's, it's all about me. It's it's basically a fictionalized telling of <laughs> something life, of yeah. in, right, going okay, on in their so, life or yeah, something that had happened like in their life. Thinly veiled yeah. autobiography. And, and, shall and you we know, say. I mean, I use my experiences in my books, but not to the point of autobiography or or memoir and. Um, like I said, some of them are, are very, very good, um, well-written, entertaining stories. Um, but I like writing things that I'm making up. You know, I mean, I like to, that, that aspect of world-building, uh, character-building. Mm-hmm. More challenging? Yeah, it's more challenging. I mean, it, in my mind, it's, it's, it's I don't want to say it's more freeing. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's no, the no, right for word. You, it could yeah. be more freeing, I think. You know, different people are good at writing different things, you know. Uh, I'm assuming there's love stories because that was mentioned when we talked yeah, about Yeah, and I mean the romance in it is, is just subplot. I mean, but it's, How did and you it's do an important part writing of writing that. I did fine. I mean, there's no sex scenes or anything like that. Uh, <laughs> I just want to like, point out he's grinning from ear to ear right now. So we're going to climb, go down the bathroom. They climb into bed, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Door closed. Fade to, <laughs> fade to black. Fade to black and the... You know, their clothes are strewn on the floor in the morning. Have you ever in your fiction written a sex scene? No. Do you think you could write a sex scene? Okay. Oh, Erica. I didn't say, you know, hey, this is an important question, Austin. Could, I, could I write one? Yeah, I think I could write one. Do you think you could write one well? 
<laughs> and Erica's like, could you write one like right now? Right now? <laughs> Does it involve Henry like, Cavill? Here's, here's some paper. <laughs> here's a pen. And his no. Velcro shirt? Yeah. <laughs> Pleather, those pants, you couldn't actually walk in those pants. Right. But um, I, t- I, It probably takes them two hours to get in them and two hours to get out. Not with the right amount of lube. <laughs> okay, but there's your love scene. Yes, no, see, here's done. the thing, though. I really <laughs> like the idea of jumping genres. I think that's not only important, but I think it's revitalizing. Yeah. I mean, and I think it's unfortunate that you often feel, uh, as an author, sort of pigeonholed into well, you've hit success here, right. right? So from now on, since your first book was sci-fi, you have to write sci-fi from now on, or you wrote, you know, detective like noir fiction so that's what you have to do from now on i love the idea of being able to jump from one style to another based on the needs of the story I right mean, so i mean would your ideal writing career be like all over the map you know if it'd be all over the map i mean it potentially could be i guess just depending on what interests me the story you know mm-hmm. like i said the you know the the historical fiction alternate history kind of thing interests me i, I like what ifs you know, if you change, like you, you said, you could start choose your own adventures all over again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Adult choose your own adventures. You're Adolf Hitler. I, I, actually, I actually know someone who wrote one of those. Really? An yes. adult choose a, your a, own an adventure? An adult, like very, very adult choose your own adventure. Yes. So, I'll, share, <laughs> I'll share it with you later. You should. I bet it involves Henry Cavill's Velcro sexy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. But yes, I. I I'll write just about anything that interests me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've written a couple, you know, horror short stories. I've written some science fiction short stories. Um, Have you published those? The science fiction short stories are both on on Amazon. Cool. Uh, they're you know up there is ninety nine cent, and I'll usually and how can people I'm find them? them? I'm yep. giving them away as well, just as uh, marketing. You and know, of like course what on, you do your newsletter. You're going to give those away. <laughs> yeah. So I give, you know, like, uh, you know, like most people now I'll have at the end of the books I'll have, or at the end of the short stories, I'll have links to my Amazon author page and let people know what other works I have out there. Um, How how can people find them? The full-length novels. They're they're on Amazon. Um, They're Kindle only. So they're, um, one is called uh, Sinkhole, a speculative fiction short story. And uh, the other one is called uh, Forever Sleep. Very cool. Okay, so we have to wrap up. So tell us where to find you. Shameless self promotion. Shameless. 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 Words. 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 We're authors. We're good at words. Books do. (laughs) That's what my wife and I say when we go to the library. Books do. Anyway, by the way, uh, out there for young readers, uh, libraries actually do exist out there. So just keep that in mind. Um, I am uh, on. Amazon. Amazon author page is uh, Kip Kelsch, K-O-E-L-S-C-H. And I'm also on uh, Facebook. I have uh, Facebook pages for each of my books, Wendell's Lullaby and Delphus Rising. And I do have a blog, and I can't, couldn't even really tell you what the blog address <laughs> is, but I do write there every couple of weeks from time to time. Me and you are having such a conversation about shameless self-promotion. Yes, I know. And, I, and, and if you know me on social media, you know I'm a, I am a shameless self-promoter. You are a shameless self-promoter, but I'm like, how, where is the author I miss, page? I've got some missing pieces. Yes. We, we promise we'll put links to all of Kip's stuff on the 
podcast on as the podcast we page do, yes. and social media. So we'll you can follow him. it there. <laughs> okay, so we want to thank you again for being an amazingly hungover guest. We appreciate that. You made me forget all about my hangover. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! So when I leave and go back out into the bright light, it's gonna reality is coming back. It's like a sledgehammer. What is it? Like a gold brick wrapped in. Yes, like oh, a slice of lemon wrapped around a I large gold brick. Head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this has been Literary Briefs. I'm your host, Erica Lance. And I'm Austin Scott Collins. And um, as always, if you want to talk to any of us, you can email us at drinkingwithauthors or find us on every social media. <laughs> every platform ever. Every platform has us. So um, we will look forward to speaking at you next time. <laughs>